about three things, we were absolutely positive. First, this was a podcast about young adult fiction. Second, a part of us, and we didn't know how dominant that part was, loved these books. And third, we unconditionally and irrevocably hated them. Hello everyone, I'm Chloe. And I'm Fran, and this is Breaking Down the YA Saga, a podcast where two grown-ass women revisit their favourite young adult books with some new opinions and added sarcasm. In this episode, we will be revisiting Twilight Chapter 7. Obvious spoiler warning, if you haven't read the series, why are you here? I'd like to say a huge thank you to Pop Noodles for our amazing artwork. Hello, Fran. Hello, Chloe. Um, my internet seems to be okay today, so we shouldn't have too many technical difficulties. Yeah, maybe it was just all Emily last time. I was going to say, I'm just going to blame <laughs> Emily for that, because we haven't had any problems until then. Exactly. Last time we have a guest on. Exactly. No more guests. <laughs> no more guests. <laughs> Done with that. I'm really excited for chapter seven. <laughs> it's called Nightmares. And it was a nightmare to read. <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, I, it was my my favorite what like the f- favorite worst chapter I've read so far. Does that make any sense? Like, it does. It's got a lot of foreshadowing. It does. So I'll give it that. But yeah. um I hate it. <laughs> Did you want to do a chapter rundown? I kept laughing through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll give a chapter rundown. Okay. So we start with this chapter by Chloe banking her head again against the microphone. (laughs) You're welcome. We're back at that point again. (laughs) So we're starting this chapter off with Bella having a very dramatic nightmare about Edward and Jacob, uh, which which contains a lot of foreshadowing for the books and the story to come. And then... Mostly the rest of the chapter, she's just moping around and feeling so depressed because Edward isn't in school. And then um, towards the end of the chapter, she's on a drive to Port Angeles with Jessica and Angela to do some dress shopping. And that's about it. It was an uneventful chapter. I don't have a lot of notes, but the notes I have, I have a lot to say about. We've been here before with a with a chapter. Yeah, I'm at there again. Um, my first plot point being the uh, nightmare in which Jacob turns into a werewolf, which is is his wolf that he turns into later on. Yeah, it's the same color and everything um, to fight Edward, and like he's genuinely ready to rip his throat out. Um, and I just love that. She hasn't actually seen any interaction yet between Edward and Jacob. Jacob didn't even say any bad words about Edward. But it's all there. Like, it's all ready for the next book. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. the following books. Like, gets to set it up so perfectly. Um, so I really like that. I really like the foreshadowing of the dream. Um, and I don't know, obviously, at what point she was at with her storyline whilst writing this part of the book. Whether that was all purposefully put there. Or if it's just a beautiful coincidence. But I'm happy either way. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I'm wondering if she already planned, you know, to have Jacob turn into a werewolf um, for for the later books. 
as a side character and then they just decided they love his character so much to make him into a main character yeah i also don't know whether he was meant to have the love triangle as well and that, that um hatred he has towards edward where he constantly is like yeah i'm just probably gonna kill you edward i hate you i also put this point in plot but i'm not sure it's definitely a plot point it's just because of what it contains but she is uh, on the website looking at, at vampires and she sees uh the she sees an italian vampire that's a good vampire and one i hate the fact that she sees literally one sentence about there being a good vampire within the thousands that she has read and it's like okay cool edward's fine then um and uh it's completely relieved all anxiety about the whole situation which is a lie uh um but i love that it's italian vampires are evil and there is a they hate the good vampire because the Volturo. like I like that that was a little setup for that which definitely must be something she'd already planned out so I just like that there's a little nod to that right at the beginning of these books I I wrote that down too was like she she read through I don't know how many articles um and websites and all of them were evil and she found one and was like oh they're good so it's gonna be fine now and also can we just appreciate that she thinks vampires a to z sounds like a promising website <laughs> i have a note about that it's in my criticisms <laughs> because she's it's not even she's like this looks um very what does she say that she said it sounds academic it just sounds like a pretentious website just because it is black with white writing on oh very academic better shut up <laughs> I just imagine it's going to be like, I don't know what comes up with A, but it's just going to be like, B, blood. And <laughs> that's what I imagine the list to be like. Like when you just go through A to Z and it's like, B, blood, vampires like to drink it. Um, G, garlic, vampires don't like it. <laughs> you know, something like that, just really dumb. Also, I get that it's meant to be different vampire lore through different uh countries and stuff but i can't imagine there is a different type of vampire for every letter of the alphabet no so i mean as we brought that up we could jump to the rest of the critiques we're just shifting around this week's episode a little bit yeah sounds exciting um so we'll just continue with critiques for now we'll just change the order a little bit um the fact that there is a band that has too much bass and screaming sounds exactly up emo teenagers, teenage Bella's street. So why does she hate it? It's a lie. <laughs> also, it's just the same thing again. She's like, oh, the CD. I don't like this band. And she listens to it. She probably has never listened to that CD before ever in her entire life. And then she listens to it. She's like, oh, I actually like this. Do you know where she did, where she did that too? She did that with, the, with, the, with her truck. <laughs> She did it with forks. <laughs> She's done with everything. It's like, oh, I don't like this. Well, hmm, maybe if I actually give it a chance, it's not that bad. I have so many issues with Bella in this chapter. Just so many. Um, the next critic I have, it's really annoyed me. Genuinely so much that I've barely written a sentence. It's just a big scribble. Um, <laughs> the, the quote is, there were very few myths that matched up even one factor when she's talking about the fact she can't find anything that lists all the traits of the vampires that she's thinking of to find one particular myth 
All of them, Bella. All of them. Sorry, but does, did, did Stephanie Matt think she invented vampires? Because the only thing she did that was different was have them sparkle. So why couldn't she find anything on the internet that matched up what she was thinking? Oh, she's like, oh, super strong, pale, immortal. Oh, I can't find anything that matches all of those together. Yes, you can, vampires! Every, every vampire ever. <laughs> I, I, I got so annoyed. I was so mad reading it because I was just like, this isn't true though, is it? If you're on a website that lists every type of vampire in all like like mythology of different countries, you're going to find loads that match up because there's pretty much a standard thing. Even if you just typed traits of a vampire there's so many of them that would just have pa- so many pages that would turn up with all the same things on it what is bella talking about it's such a lie <laughs> the only thing she wouldn't be able to find is sparkly skin and she doesn't know that yet yeah exactly <laughs> it really annoyed me and okay confession time when i was about after i just read twilight <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say my age it doesn't matter what age i was because I said in the first one how it was when I read Twilight. I just finished reading Twilight and I just finished reading all of True Blood as well. That I had, the books that I'd had of it. And I was like, I'm going to write my own vampire novel. So I spent ages researching different types of vampire. Yeah. So many of them have the same traits. <laughs> so I know for a fact that even if she did just the tiniest bit of research to look into vampires beforehand there's just classic traits which means when Bella is looking at a website about classic vampire traits and different things they're all gonna be the same maybe they filter them out on Bing did you use Bing <laughs> she just said she used her favorite go- uh, her favorite Google <laughs> she doesn't say that <laughs> she said she used her favorite search engine which she used Ask Jeeves Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a throwback <laughs> can I just also say why is she wearing shoes to bed? That's gross. How did she kick her boots off? What type of boots is she wearing that she can just kick them off? Because every boot I've ever worn has been a struggle. <laughs> I'd have to untie them. And if you don't have to untie them, they're still a struggle. Boots do not kick off easily. Also, you don't want to have your street shows, your street shoes in your bed. I don't want to have the London tube dirt in my bed at home. It's disgusting. I can understand her being fully dressed. Like, she's just jumped onto her bed to listen to the music. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure she would taken her shoes off. Yeah. Nothing else. Which follows on really nicely to my next critique. Why, when she had nothing else to do, so she was going to spend the whole day indoors, did she decide to wear jeans? Who does that? What kind of human being? Because she's different. She's different. No. No. She's different. (laughs) We established that. But who in their right mind is like, I've got the whole day to do absolutely nothing but write a bit, write some of my paper. I'm just going to sit and chill inside. I'm going to wear jeans. (laughs) No. I don't even put jeans on to record this podcast. <laughs> I put my pajama bottom. Same. <laughs> I like. I. I will wear a nice t-shirt and some pajama bottom. Shit! <laughs> just spill my water. <laughs> Let me quickly go save my hard drive because that would okay. be great. <laughs> just got too upset.
<laughs> about wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I just my my um desk just went for a swim. And I'm quickly gonna get a um towel. I'll be back in a second. No, it's fine. At least it didn't hit my electronics, which is good. Okay, sure. <laughs> that would have been not great. Cool. Okay, so, let's continue. Jeans. Pajama, jeans. Uh, my next critique, I don't think it's supposed to sound the way I read it. I think it was meant to be written in a sweet way, but it just sounds gross. When Charlie smiled, it was easy to see why he and my mother jumped too quickly into an early marriage yeah that's disgusting <laughs> don't be like Bella being like yeah I'd hit that <laughs> he's my dad but I'd hit that like I can understand I can understand it if she said it about Phil because that's her stepdad you know like they're not they're not related they're related by marriage and I could kind of understand it but she's just like yeah when my dad smiles I would why why <laughs> and uh my next point can she please stop using the word depression every five seconds in this entire book she's just like, i'm depressed my depression it's depressing is it though bella is it really depression or do you just not have another use for a word to get a thesaurus have a little look <laughs> find different words it's not depression this chapter has made me really annoyed. Yeah. Like other chapters haven't been as irritating to read, but this whole chapter I just got progressively more irritated at Bella as each page happened. <laughs> she is talking to Charlie about the fact she's going dress shopping with the girls. Uh, and he says, but you're not going to the dance. And she says that I'm helping them pick out dresses and like telling them, if they look nice or not and so like, I wouldn't have to explain this to a woman Ugh. I know she keeps acting as if Charlie's stupid because he's like oh this goes over his head all this book has done so far is just be like you know those stereotypical gender roles you have to fit into them we cannot possibly write outside of these stereotypical gender roles I know this is written like a few years ago but still Oh, the annoyance. <laughs> um, and you know what I'm going to say. You know another car. <laughs> 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 that is everything that I put as a critique because the others I have as other categories. Yeah, same. Like I, my others are other categories as well where I have a few things that I really uh, do want to talk about. Um, should we go into character development? Yes. Can we just appreciate how she, for character development, one of the things I have, which well, is not really a development, it's just her character for all the chapters so far, is you know, when she went into the woods to have like a think because it was so yeah. overwhelming. First of all, she was so dramatic about sitting down on her computer and using a search engine to search for the word vampire. Like she did a whole thing. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm going to take a shower and then I'm gonna make some food or I don't know and I'm gonna make my bed and I just and then, oh, and then finally she's gonna sit down. To be fair I think it's because she only had dial-up internet 
because she does mention the fact that she's got dial up and that does take a while so i think no she did she did the whole she did the whole thing before though she was like ah she she thinks she has to do that but then she did all things and then she yeah she dialed it and then did a few other things but there was this whole build-up where like oh god like and and then i couldn't you know drag it out any longer and she sat down and googled the word vampire yeah but maybe it's because she's got to wait 25 to 30 minutes for the internet to even be a thing but she didn't even start loading it before (laughs) that she didn't even start loading it then it would have made sense if she you know switched her computer on and then did all the things but she did all the things before she even started (laughs) i I get it a little bit the computer because do you know when you have a windows update and you know when you like i had today but i didn't know it was coming but you turn it on and you know that there's going to be like 40 minutes where it's updating your windows and you can't do anything. So when I know that's going to happen, I really struggle to turn on the computer because I know there is a 40 minute wait and then I do turn it on and then I start doing other things and think, and then I think to myself, that stuff I was doing to delay the time to put this on, why didn't I do that whilst I was waiting? I'm pretty, I'm, I'm sure though that her issue wasn't the waiting for the internet, but just the, oh my God, what's going to come up with the, when, when I Google the word vampire? Is it just going to say Edward Cullen? <laughs> but then also, afterwards, after she reads these articles and is like, wow, none of these match, but there's one good vampire, so let's roll with that. And she goes into the woods and then she just sits there for a bit. And then she thinks about, hmm, maybe I should stay away from Edward because you know, if he generally is a vampire and he wants to kill me and drink my blood and also he's told me several times that he's the bad guy. Yeah, but then I feel so much agony and despair when I just imagine never talking to him ever again. <laughs> Literally the words agony and despair, and I'm despair. pretty sure were used. <laughs> yeah, they were. Every time I see the word agony, I just think of Into the Woods. Yes. <laughs> rip your shadow it's gonna be edward and jacob just doing the <laughs> oh, god. bonus episode <laughs> <laughs> god it's just, just so pathetic my my note that i have here is character development it's the only one i have as character development just says i hate bella just for this entire thing <laughs> this whole chapter she has become this annoying, frustrating human that is genuinely just awful to people. Like, I have notes under relationships to, to talk about the moments where she's a nightmare towards her friends. Mm. But she is just so obsessed with everything being about Edward, as always. Like, she is walking around school being like, where's Edward? Where's Edward? He's not here. Oh, I'm depressed. <laughs> and, like, not talking to anyone. And then going back home, being like, well, maybe Ed will be there tomorrow. And it's just... I just hate her. I hate her character. I cannot relate to her in any way. And I I don't know how I did when I was younger because I never even had that same... Maybe I, like someone out there has had this same obsessive crush, but I've had crushes on people and it's never led me to not be able to like, eat because they're not in the building. Can you imagine that? Because <laughs> it's literally, she's always like having a good old time and then she goes into the cafeteria and the table's empty. She's like, well, now I'm only having a soda and I'm being depressed. <laughs> like, this is the moments where I'm like, this is definitely an adult writing a teenager's, from a teenager's perspective. Also. Because I really don't feel like teenagers are like this, unless they are. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we're just too old now. 
also my last note done on character well i've kind of have two things that i still want to talk about for character first of all she tries to do her trick homework we're back on the whole thing of you know maths being awful but then she starts daydreaming and just draws all the Cullen's eyes, which I just thought was so weird. And also she is completely zoned out. Like she didn't even notice that people were coming to the school. I was like, this sounds like the dissociation that I sometimes have. <laughs> <laughs> and mine comes from PTSD, but then she also keeps talking about trauma. So who knows? I'm really excited about those Twilight psychology books. Like, can't wait to read them eventually. <laughs> and then also, I just want to say, I don't know, it's really character development, but just the thing about Bella. Of course, Jane Austen books are her favourite books. Obviously. Of course. Of course. Obviously. Every 17-year-old teenager loves Jane Austen. And then my other kind of like character thing, but it also, I think, ties into um, relationships. Uh-huh. is first of all I thought it was funny that Bella's essay that she's writing for school is the Shakespeare like treatment of female characters in I just Shakespeare. have that as a side note do you have that as a side note so much to say about it because <laughs> I, I first of all I love that topic <laughs> just in general fitting into this book and also just how she treats every female character ever or female friend ever well not yeah, more like how she treats every female character ever in the course of, you know, the women she meets. And yeah. it's, yeah, like if, if the treatment of uh, female characters in Shakespeare is misogynistic. And then my favourite thing is when she tells it to Mike and he's just like, huh? And we have another of these things of like, these, these are all words even a 17-year-old guy would understand. So it's another thing of like her being so superior which is just getting on my nerves. It's like, we get it now. You've been in AP and everything. You're like super smart. Just The thing is, like, she brings up the topic and it's meant to be her having, I feel like it's her having a dig at Mike for the way he treats her. Um, But she has such internalised misogyny, like she has her own internalised misogyny and she does, as a lot of people do, she treats other women so badly. She's just the, she's just the worst, absolute worst. Like, she is that person that's always like, us girls have got to stick together, but we'll just throw you under the bus. And just, is not a good friend. Because at no point so far has she been a good friend to any, to anyone, not even like taking any of the female characters, just anyone. The fact that she's like describes her like um, the way she describes her own mum is like how men describe hysterical women. Yeah. Like everything she says is so bad. And I've just I don't know how that line was written. And then these books continued being the way they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you not notice your own treatment of your female characters at all? At any point? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say on that. Oh, I, I did have a character development point. Was uh, that it only took her seven chapters to actually acknowledge any of the information she's been told about vampires. <laughs> she's finally got it, kind of, in a way, is still in denial. But 
is actually kind of going with something is unusual yeah seven chapters later but she did it guys after a guy that she kind of thought was kind of hot told her about it i only have one relationship point this week is it the mike bella thing where he tucks her hair behind her ear because that made me want to puke no i I didn't actually make a note of that and i know you had already because you said yeah yeah i'll um i'll talk about it in a second yeah yeah my relationship point was that um was about was about jessica actually there is two moments of bella just being the worst friend and also so she's talking to mike he's like should we go for dinner and she pretends like she's really concerned about how upset jessica would be if she went for dinner with mike when actually she just is concerned what edward would think about if she went for dinner with mike yeah don't be such an awful friend the next time is when she is in the lunch line she's looking for edward can't see him anywhere and then says she didn't even bother to pretend to listen anymore which means this entire time when She's been sitting at their table. She just always pretends to listen. And now she's not even going to pretend she's... She's not even going to act like she's pretending to listen. Why are you even bothering? What has Jessica done? Absolutely nothing. She's been the, like one of the only people to actually like talk to Bella and be nice to her. And all Bella is doing is just moping about, worrying about Edward and ignoring someone who's genuinely trying to be a friend to her. Why is she just the absolute worst? <laughs> Right. I would have sat and talked to Jessica. I love Jessica and I loved her in the films and I I don't I think probably reading the book the first time I probably was like, oh god, she's so annoying. She's not. She's genuinely just there being really happy about her life because there's nothing going on in her life that's bad. She likes a boy. He's now and she's even happier when she's like excited about the fact she calls Bella later on because Mike's asked her to go uh, out for dinner and Bella can't even be happy for her then because she's so worried about Edward counseling on her, on her for their Seattle trip. Yeah. Your friend is really happy. What are you doing? Just be a genuine human for a second and be happy for your friend. Justice yeah. for Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Another t-shirt slogan. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just want to circle back to Mike for a second because um, I don't like Mike. He's really getting on my nerves. Just uh, keep your hands to yourself, honestly. <laughs> there is this whole thing of when, when Bella's done daydreaming and drawing the Cullen's eyes um, while she's daydreaming instead of doing her trig homework. Um, Mike comes up to her and like talks to her and apparently she's had kind of like a good day because the sun's out and whatever and she's like oh yeah I'm gonna be cheerful and like waves Mike over and everything and then he sits down and I don't know I just thought it was so creepy like when I when I read it I just went a bit like <laughs> that he kind of like he said it at her it's like oh I never noticed you had any red in it and Bella was like well only when it's the sun when the sun's out and then he like grabs a strand of her hair that is like floating in the wind and tucks it behind her ear and I just went Ugh. also when someone said I read it because you really normally those things say like a few strands of hair because like a strand of hair is like oh sorry <laughs> a strand of hair is just like 
No one's one. going to be able to see Chloe. It's <laughs> <laughs> like one hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that it's not video for everybody for just a second. <laughs> it's the first time I've done it in seven episodes. So go well, me. Something else that took someone seven episodes. <laughs> hey! <laughs> So I just imagined this like one individual hair and he was like, oh, better move that one individual hair. I and he rips it out by that. mistake. <laughs> and she's just sitting there like, ow. <laughs> ow. I so just rubbing her head. And he just puts it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like he collects it, you know, like the, the creepy guys. I swear there was this one book where, where a guy just collected strands of hair. Probably looked at them and of like women he killed, I think. Probably. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Although I'm now thinking of the ponytail killer from Big Mouth, but Well, maybe Something that's Mike, so you know. <laughs> maybe that one's based on Mike's character. <laughs> um do you have any more relationship points before I move on to editorials? Um, mm. Only one, kind of, because, um, yeah. I mean, you, you might have that in, no, we already done critics. Um, so, Bella's emails to her mum are just the worst. Oh my god, like, aren't they just? Bella keeps just going on about, you know, every conversation she's ever had with anyone. She's like, oh my god, yeah, my mum is my best friend. I can tell, I can talk to her about anything. And then she writes her these shit emails. All the time, where it's like, yeah, nothing's going on, I'm bored. Hope you're okay, bye. <laughs> but also, she is annoyed that they've been sent. And if... So she knows her mum's going to send her these emails. One, why doesn't have Bella have a mobile phone? Because then she could just text her mum. And it'd make life easier, because she's clearly only getting the emails when she goes onto her computer at home, which she doesn't use ever, for whatever reason. Yeah. It must be the dial-up internet. Um She's clearly on MySpace. She definitely has time to get a minute to check her emails. Um, but if it's that much of a problem, then maybe just say to her mum, like, look, mum, I don't always see these emails and it's only going to upset you. So maybe on a Saturday, we'll do a phone call and I can give you a rundown of my week or just something so that Renee's not just sending a thousand emails that are going unread. Yeah. Have a think of that, Bella. No, awful. too busy thinking about Edward. <laughs> yeah, that was my last uh, relationship thing. I do feel really bad for Renee. Like, so I, I am generally, I like, we both have great relationships with our mums, and mm. I, I always say to my mum because sometimes she has like really overprotective phases. But I'm like, I generally prefer that than you just not giving a shit about me. Which there are parents out there who treat their children that way. So I'm like. Yeah. I'd be, you know, she, she moves across country, like not fully cross country, but she moves really far away and she's not been with her dad for ages. I think it's normal yeah. that her mum is concerned and like wants to know how she's doing and just is interested in her daughter's life. But I mean, I think we've, we've already spoke about that. It's kind of in a lot of way, it looks like the parents are just so sidelined yeah. or killed off, you know, <laughs> just killed off every Disney film ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though it's 
Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. It can. It's got to be one or the other. Either she has a really good relationship with her mum, or she doesn't have a good relationship with her mum. It can't be both. Yeah. I mean, I know some people have like a a varied relationship, and it's a bit up and down, and that's fine. But the way it's done in this book, it's not like it's an up and down, like an ebb and a flow of a relationship. It's just it's one or the other. Yeah. All the time, very distinctly. It's when she talks to someone, her mum is the best human in the world. When she talks to her mum, oh, my mum's annoying. Yeah. Like, it's... Just decide which one it is and then write that. Yeah. I hate this chapter so much. Just so much. Uh, um, yeah, I just had one little editorial this week. Is it just change the whole chapter? That would be a big editorial. Uh, just, uh, the one editorial I have this week is that there was no band name mentioned. I'm not saying she had to actually name a famous band, but I would have liked like a little, just a little name drop of something. Wouldn't even care if she was like, oh, I got this album by Pig Blood Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Okay, you know, just like something to kind of even let you know what type of music it is. There's no point in saying that it's got a lot of bass and it's loud. That still spans across a lot of... Just drop a band name. If you're not going to drop a real band name, make up a fake one. Pop it in there. No one's going to care that it's a fake band name. It happens in books all the time because you can't necessarily use a band name and not get in trouble for using it. Maybe it's kind of... I mean, maybe Phil gave her like a burn, like a, how do you call it? Like a copied CD or like yeah. a copy of a CD. A, mi- a mixtape. Like a mixtape and just wrote, uh, wrote on it, my favorite band. And so Bella just didn't even know what it is. Yeah, it's actually a series of different bands and she didn't even realize. It's like 12 songs and each one, like each two songs is the same band. So there's like six different bands on it. <laughs> And it just says, like, Bella's mixtape, so we can get to know each other better. Like You just never listen to it. <laughs> I just have, also have one point, two points, actually, that aren't to do with anything. Yeah, same. Uh, one, Bella needs an ad blocker. <laughs> yes! Do you know what, yeah, no, you continue, then I say my thing. <laughs> That's all I had to say about that. Because, Jesus. No, so she- pop up. Yeah, because she like she didn't even go onto the internet, I think, first. It's just like she stuck to the computer and already so many ads up. Do you know what it reminded me of? Do you know that scene in, in the IT crowd where she where one of the nerds like comes in, she's like, I need a browser. And he looks at her computer's like, Jesus, if this was a human, I'd shoot it in the face. Because <laughs> there are just so <laughs> many ads below. It's like, no, I like it that way. <laughs> That's Bella. The other is a quote okay. uh, from what she's she's saying about the different types of vampires there are and the fact that a lot of them start falling into the same category and she said that a lot of them are constructs created to explain away the high mortality rates for young children and to give men an excuse for infidelity and isn't that just society (laughs) it does it's not even about mythological creatures just all across all society we just make excuses for men to be bad people (laughs) Like, oh, those guys are hitting each other in the face. Oh, boys will be boys. Oh, he's just smashed that girl with a chair. Boys will be boys. Like, 
and not even just boys will, I hate boys will be boys but there's so many things in this world that allow for for people to be bad people and by people I mean men yeah <laughs> the society has allowed men to be bad people they make excuses for them all the time for everything it's oh, so true. A sexual assault but it wasn't his fault it was definitely her fault look she was wearing underwear well of course she was she's a person most people wear underwear it's just that it's such a small bit and it's just meant to be talking about how these vampire stories are just like made up so people can get away with stuff but it's just that's just life it's not vampires it's just life but like right now there is stuff just being said to make up for things that have happened and I don't mean like just with men I mean like with this whole pandemic things are being said all the time and you're like yeah that just kind of sounds like a lie to cover up your tracks oh it probably is I'm really ranty today it's okay <laughs> this chapter just has so much in it it's just it's a bad chapter I hated reading it and then it's just got this one little bit being like oh vampire story so men could cheat on their wives like oh. and so is life <laughs> <laughs> I have three things are these all of yours or do you have any more no that's all of it okay I've got three same things. as when sorry one more oh, yeah. point you know when people talk about the fact of oh they just have a sex addiction and like people get they I'm pretty sure sex addiction is prob is quite possibly a real thing it is a thing but when it's just right so but when it's used as an excuse for like anyone like oh this guy just like he slept with another person sex addict that it doesn't bullshit. show any actual yeah. like signs of sex addiction just cheated on his wife that's not a sex addict no that's it's not someone who cheated on their wife a lot of things are just thrown around so easily to just to make an excuse yeah. for your behaviour when a lot of the time as well, like I say that with sex addiction, there is there is people who are suffering with that. That then it makes that become less serious. Yes, 100%. And people don't take that seriously then because they, they're just like, oh, it's just that thing where you cheat on people. Yeah. Um, same as when people use any, any kind of mental health condition or anything and just trivialise it to cover up or make an excuse for themselves it just it then makes everyone else see it very differently and then people don't take it seriously and they're just like oh like this whole book this whole book is full of using the word depression and just trivializing depression when actually depression is a huge deal it's not something you just should just throw the word around yeah and be like oh i'm depressed because i don't have a boyfriend stop it like there's actual depression and then people then so you've read you've read something like this and then maybe your friend says they have depression and then you just see it as what you've just read that is someone because oh they're just feeling a bit like down because the guy they fancy isn't isn't around and they don't know if they like them back and not taking into consideration what is going on in that person's head and like how bad it might actually be yeah stop trivializing things stop making things to stop using things to excuse other things just Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Send her that song for Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have three things a bit in a lighter note. First yeah. of all, the word Twilight was used in this chapter, which, you know, I always love when they use the, the title of the book 
in the book itself because it yeah. always reminds me of that scene in the simpsons or is it family guy i don't know where he's like it's the family title guy. of the movie it's family guy right yeah yeah because later on they, he says that i'm just a family guy and he's like ah eh, there it uh, is yeah <laughs> i love that too so i was like oh twilight yeah so that was a little thing my other thing was they had a lecture for they had a lecture about badminton in sports I never in my life had any lectures during PE. Yeah. Huh? I I was confused. I mean, we had a couple of lessons where we, it's like we had a cheerleading lesson, but before we started it, they talked about like what cheerleading was and what it involved, but we still like did the practical in that yeah. class. Like it didn't take a whole class to talk to us about anything. Like when we learned softball, like it was like a, what, 15 minutes of explaining how it works and then into a practical yeah obviously yeah so i'm like wondering did they just like oh this is the history of badminton and everyone's like i don't care <laughs> i feel like to me the whole purpose of of pe is to like you're in school and you're sitting for so many hours and they kind of want to give you some options or show you teach you i don't know about different sports in terms of getting you to move that's how I always yeah. saw PE. I hated it because we never did any dancing and that was the only sports that I really enjoyed because I can't throw a ball for my life and I also, I'm really scared of balls. Till till now, I'm even traumatized. Like if I just see someone playing with a... <laughs> playing with balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh this whole time. <laughs> like I'm traumatized by balls. That goes your social life. <laughs> You know, it's both. It's it's both kind of balls. You know, <laughs> but if I just hear the noise, I'm so <laughs> just gonna just gonna stop that whole thing. But you get what I mean. If someone just plays like basketball, Kosi, you just hear that noise of the ball hitting the floor. I already get like, oh god. Just bear that in mind, everyone. Fran hates bouncing balls. <laughs> Please just just keep your balls to yourself. All I'm gonna say about that. True story. Go and cry. Okay, my last point, which kind of brings two points with it, um, which I thought was kind of funny. First of all, Bella apparently has never opened the window in her room before because. She was so surprised that it opened so smoothly. So apparently she must have never... She's been living in there for like two months now. She's never opened the window. And then also, probably the reason why it opened so smoothly is because Edward pops in every night. <laughs> That's the thing. If you hadn't opened your bedroom window for about two months, your room would just stink of farts. <laughs> right? Because if you stay in your bed and like you've had the windows closed overnight and then you'll leave the room and you come back and you go, this room stinks. And that will linger. You need to open the windows, air out your room. You've been sleeping in it. You're a disgusting human. And why is she not questioned why her room doesn't smell? Because that's clearly what's been happening. Edward has been opening it up and that's why the window opens me. This why her room doesn't smell. Because her room would smell musty and old from not opening the windows. Um... I want to know how that went the first time he tried to open the window. If he was just like <laughs> for ages, like <laughs> or if like in from outside, just because it's like, uh. like 
I can imagine him like accidentally ripping the window frame off <laughs> and then like calling Emmett and just being like, I need help repairing this window. And Emmett's like, I don't know. Like <laughs> they just bring around some tools from Carlisle's little toolbox and fix the window back in place. And I like, oh, hope she doesn't need on that too hard. She'll fall out. <laughs> well, we had some great topics today. <laughs> Today's episode was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> This started off reading this book and I was like, it's it's like it's nostalgic, it's nice, it's going back to the good old days. Were they good? Probably not. I don't <laughs> But going back to a different time, like reading it and remembering the love I had for the book the first time. And last chapter it was I actually in enjoyed it it was really beautifully described and it was nice to see Jacob introduced although we had like our criticisms of it I still liked the chapter I hate this chapter like I've gone back to just hating this book so much again I think this whole book could do without the chapter just, just cut it out don't need it just write one sentence where she goes on Bing for five seconds to look at vampires and that she reads some stuff. Definitely finds enough information out because they definitely all have the same stories. Done. Yeah, that was all of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that is everything for this episode. Uh, we'd just like to remind everyone if they could just go onto iTunes if you're enjoying this. If you're not enjoying this, then please don't do this. If you are. <laughs> go onto iTunes and just give us a review and a rating just to help us grow uh, we also again mentioning very briefly that we have a Patreon page should you wish to check it out uh, we'd like to say a special thank you to Basil for our cover artwork you can find him on Instagram at popdoodles you can find us on Instagram at breakingdown underscore podcast or email us at breakingdown.podcast at gmail.com our intro music is by Kevin McLeod and our outro music is by Silent Side. And remember guys, it's not the end, it's the beginning. Just I hate it. this book! <laughs> <laughs> it's crap! <laughs>